0: I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's, How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan.
1: I'm Valerie.
2: And I'm Ryan. And today we watched the Hanna-Barbera Productions film Once Upon a Forest from 1993, if you're like me, you might remember this as the um, animated film in Blockbuster that had, like, the little animal kids that were flying in, like, a makeshift plane made out of, like, sticks and, and stuff that was on the cover of the VHS box or whatever.
1: Honestly, I think it's, like, you remember, it's like, oh, what was that movie with yeah. the animals? And then there there's like, a, a flower on a, on a mountain or something? Yeah, yeah. Just, like, really vaguely deep in your memory, but you can't quite
2: name it yeah I feel like stuff like uh cats don't dance and Quest for Camelot and uh, Anastasia are are pretty well known like you might take a moment to think of it but like you can probably think of the name but I feel like once upon a force is one of those that you're like I swear I've seen this but I do not know what it's called yeah
3: the name had escaped me after so much time but we owned this on VHS uh, nice so this I, this one has been deep in my memory. For a long time.
2: Very nice. I don't think we ever owned it. I think I just rented it.
0: Yeah, I think I must have seen it with you, but I... Probably. Yeah, but I didn't remember any of it.
2: Uh, what did What did we think of this movie?
0: I really liked it. Better than expected, for sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I guess
1: I didn't know what to expect. Uh, yeah, it's good. I
2: mean, I, I was like, it's, an, it's a movie about environmentalism, and I don't remember it very well. So that's, uh, it's not a lot to go off of. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I enjoyed it. I, uh, it's not like one of the best movies ever, but I think that was, it was enjoyable.
3: I think it was uh, aimed at a, maybe a little bit younger of an audience than, than even some yeah. other animation. Uh, I would say so. And in that way, it it, it has, you know, a little bit of, mm, what's the word? Well, it's, it's very kid friendly for all that entails, yeah. um, but all
2: in all, pretty enjoyable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who would like to give a brief spoiler-free plot synopsis? I um, maybe I will.
3: Go for it. Yay. Let's pretend like I hadn't already volunteered.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was going to. <laughs>
3: so, uh, four young animal friends, uh, Abigail, Russell, Edgar, and Michelle, are enjoying a day of learning from the wise old badger inventor, Cornelius. Uh, when, uh, unbeknownst to them, a tanker truck wrecks near their home and leaks a poisonous gas out into the forest. Uh, When they return home, they find their uh, once-beautiful home withered and dying, uh, and Michelle runs ahead to her home looking for her parents. Uh, Abigail rescues Michelle from dying in the gas, but Michelle still is very sick and the other three furlings must journey away from their home to find uh the herbs necessary to save michelle they uh encounter a few obstacles uh an owl less an obstacle more more like some people they meet, but it's a time waster relative relative to the story <laughs> yeah. uh and then an encounter with some earth earth moving equipment uh and they finally make it through that and make it to another meadow where the plants they need are growing. But one of them's way up high on a cliff, so they have to build a flying machine that Cornelius invented to get it and make it home.
0: Yeah. Thorough. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh, Well, he didn't mention that the valley is full of racists, but... (laughs) Saving that for a a different section. (laughs) What a weird (laughs) choice. Um, Yeah. Let's get specific. I have some fun facts that you can read on wikipedia but i don't ask mom and valerie to read wikipedia beforehand so i have to read wikipedia notes (laughs) the film is based on the furlings characters by ray lambert it says that in the movie um the film's environmental theme divided critics at the time of its release um it was considered a box office bomb grossing 6.6 million against a budget of 13 million Mm -hmm. um the film's advertising at the time promised a new masterpiece from the creator of an american tale the creator in question was David Kirshner, who served as uh, Tales executive producer and actually did create the characters in the story of the film. Um, but some people found that misleading, hoping instead for the likes of, you know, Don Bluth or Steven Spielberg when it's referring to the creator. <laughs> Hanna-Barbera's feature production unit was created to produce this film and Jetson's The Movie. Um, and after this was actually spun off into another unit under parent company Turner Entertainment called Turner Feature Animation that produced uh, The Page Master and Cats Don't Dance. Okay. So the the a lot of the same people who worked on this would go on to make those two movies that I know a lot better than this one uh um, I, I think that's it for now what i
3: found interesting that that uh it didn't do great in, an, in the u.s box office and it probably wouldn't have done great in an international box office either but apparently it didn't do anything in an international box office oh i didn't even catch that but apparently I, I i noticed on that wikipedia page that it only mentioned the u.s box office and i was like oh that's weird that's So I, so i went to box office mojo and under international it just says dash so uh huh. i guess nothing i guess they didn't release it yeah. internationally, and i feel like they could have at least what? made their money back if they had done that
2: right like it's i, I mean it's relatively universal themes there wasn't a whole lot of it that was super specific to america so i don't see why you couldn't have especially given
3: yeah, that it was actually... like a, a welsh production in a, in a way yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Weird. Yeah. I mean, and that's a shame because I, I actually really did like it. I also didn't know what to expect, but I really liked it. And I think there was um there was one that we watched that was also environmental from was it from Japan or where was it from?
2: Uh oh, are you thinking about the Pump one with Poco? the tanukis, Pompoko.
0: Yeah, and I'm just saying so I could see it having an appeal. I think a these were appeal. Around the same,
2: those are around the same time too. They were both like yeah. early nineties, I think.
0: Yeah. So that's a, yeah, that's a shame they didn't try to release it internationally.
2: Yeah. But yeah, let's start talking about the story, characters, uh, voice acting.
0: I just want to say I immediately fell in love with it, with the animation, uh, the animation design, I guess would be the best way to put it. Uh, I loved it. I love the shape of the trees, the forest. It's very I, lush and I beautiful. Love, I mean, it... But it's just so quaint and homey. Like everything mm. too is from the little. Um, just what if I imagine a fairy land or a you know a place that you know I want to be in the woods or again especially if it was like a. Um, you know, going into Fantasyland fairy, but the little uh, beautiful round window in the trees with the little light behind us, as as it's doing the camera pan. You know, when you pass like the tree, like I said, with the with the little quaint window and the light inside, and just just so many things. But again, the shapes of the trees, the meadows, the the stumps, um, and even the the little character design of the animals. I just really delightful. Um, story character. I put Abigail's dad as a dork.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's he a dork. <laughs> he's very dad. He he's very dad. Oh, yeah, that's a dad. <laughs> Which, I mean, he's
2: he seems to be a single dad. So, yeah, I mean, makes sense.
3: No. Life's, um, life's hard in the animal kingdom.
2: <laughs> right? Jeez. Oh, we'll get to that. Um, um, when Edgar said, no time for the kiss, I, uh, I'll kiss you when I get back, Valerie and I both immediately, loudly went, oh, no. Oh, uh, no. <laughs>
1: so sad. (laughs) Oh, no. My, my, and for whatever reason, I was like, oh, no, he's gonna die.
2: I I didn't think that was Uh, it. Yeah, but but that
1: was my thought. And then, like, as the story went on, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes more sense that she would get, like, taken out of the story.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Cornelius freaks out about them running around his office, but he, like, I mean, he did this to himself. I don't know what he expected he was very he started excited a toy. he was very excited yes.
3: about his his invention and did yeah not anticipate, and so were these children did not anticipate <laughs> the chaos that would ensue so really should have
2: i feel like
0: and then it's
1: like it, they weren't the ones that broke it like if anything how had anything gravity
2: broke it first yeah,
1: of all <laughs> literally <how did> Cornelius <laughs> plan to to catch it because Edgar caught it, and it's like, oh, great! It
2: zooms towards his face at one point, and he doesn't like hold up his hands to catch it or anything.
1: Yeah, and but the
2: Cornelius, what was your
1: plan? The the flying magic, whatever it's called, flapper it knocks, it... wing him
3: a thing. <laughs> thank you, thank <Get> <laughs> you. The
1: the whirligig <laughs> yeah. hit hit a book. the The thing that broke it was a book that the item. Like, made fall. See, like it was, see, did it hit a book? Wasn't or, on did, the kids? or
3: did Abigail knock the books when she climbed up on that ladder?
1: It, she started knocking books, but the, the contraption did hit books. Yeah, it did. <laughs> like, immediately before it got caught, and then the book that it hit fell. It do-
2: like, yeah, it feels like you wouldn't... It feels like if you do want to make it a little more on them, you wouldn't show it also hitting books. That does feel like it sort of... It doesn't, it it muddles the message question.
1: See, I, th- I don't idea, know. A message. I think it's
3: just a product of this being intended for kids, like young kids. Yeah. It's just chaos and is, is fun for kids, and they're not trying to really knock anybody down in this moment, you know? Yeah. It's just kids yeah. being chaotic. Yeah. They're a little ram- They're rambunctious. They're childish. It provides a little bit of a contrast for uh, later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when they can't be that quite so much. Yes. And in Cornelius' favor, he he responds pretty reasonably. He's a little upset that the thing he worked hard on is yeah. messed up, but he, he recovers fine. He doesn't yell at him.
2: Yeah, no, he, he handles it pretty well.
1: Oh, I liked um, Michelle's intro where she just starts talking and talking and talking and talking, and then she has <laughs> to breathe because she just, like, talks so much she didn't give herself time. Uh, I think that was it about her intro that I liked. And I like, there was a little moment of uh, Cornelius uh, when the kids were being rambunctious, like, basically saying, I'll turn this car around. Yeah, like, Yes. You guys don't get it. it together. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Them being on the road gave all of us intense anxiety. Oh, my god! For good, for good reason. I know. Yes. Yeah. And then my next note after that is, and sorry, future me, for needing to bleep this. This got dark real quick. <laughs> Shebas. Um... <laughs> Yeah. we'll probably talk about it more later but um michelle's parents are just dead they're just dead yep. and that's also is why is it never really talked about that that was his sister like I, I guess think, it's just yeah, cuz it's for kids but like we don't see him grieve at all about that. Yeah. He's just sad for Michelle. Yeah. And I, yeah. I guess it's just cuz it's so focused on the kids. Well, he
3: he's very focused on trying to take care of Michelle, but he does have a few days to himself there. I bet he I bet he does yeah. take some time to grieve, but as as you mentioned. <laughs> oh yeah. Cuz it's It's a kids show. No,
0: it's so heartbreaking once they show his escape with with his sister. Oh, I know. And yeah. then yeah. That's even, that just makes
1: it rough. I have like, he just lived a tragic life.
2: Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Valerie called the owl just a little bit before its eyes appeared. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. like, oh, there's going to be an owl, huh? <laughs> I'm yeah. Like
1: This is at night in the middle of a field, like yeah. with nothing above them. You guys need to like, not go out, please. And, okay, and
2: Edgar knew it. There's no cover, yeah. he said. Yeah, he was yeah. right. Should have listened to Edgar. That's what I like
3: about Edgar uh, throughout this this whole thing is that they, they only really give him a little bit of hassle for being smart like once and it's not even really mean-spirited. It's just them being kind of childish and, and having fun with each other and they take his hat and kind of toss it back and forth a little bit and he just calls him a smarty... Uh, Russell calls him a smarty pants once and that's all, that's all they do the whole movie. They just let him be smart.
2: Man, I wish they'd taken that track with Russell but we'll get into that <laughs> more later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You really—they really make you think it's a funeral, huh? But Bosworth's just stuck in mud. <laughs>
0: that, was <laughs> that was a good turn. That was so
2: thing. funny. That was hilarious. None of us were prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was that was just really it's, such a good yes turn yeah That's to so our funny. to our listeners the, these these birds they're having this big funeral thing they're and, like this
2: procession they're like mournfully yeah. singing and New then Orleans they go style to like funeral this. procession well, yeah, yeah yeah and yeah. they go to like this this ch- this scene in like a outdoor church basically where they're having it's like a eulogy for for the deceased
0: and then all of a sudden you hear this little voice. And
2: you, and no came. no they're they're like they mention Bosworth and the camera cuts to him and he's Everyone just there in the mud. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh that the the timing very good. Very
0: good. Yeah.
2: Comedic uh that was the most that was funny. Cool. That was the funniest thing in the movie, I think.
0: Yeah. And, the, and then that's where little Edgar's smarts come in and he's like, but, but, but it doesn't have to be this way. <laughs> it doesn't have to die. They're like, what? Oh, was so <laughs> funny. And then they rescue, of course, little Bosworth and, <laughs> and reunite him with his mother.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I actually don't have anything else for this section that isn't spoiler, So it's in your guys' hands. For story. Um.
0: Oh, I liked the
1: glasses. Story characters. Voice in acting. that same, in that same thing they did a, there's like three songs in this movie. Yes. And in one of the songs, a guy sings high enough to break uh, Edgar's glasses oh, yes. and he just like swaps them out with another pair. Yeah. Which still has
2: the them? little, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah and he reaches yeah. into his pockets, oh, and pulls that. it out. And it still has the little chip in the side. Does. Why does he have two it's pairs of style. glasses with the same chip? It's his style. Yeah. <laughs> it's a I know, chip. it makes me think he does it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. It's hilarious.
3: Um, I don't cute, understand cute. it, but I loved Great Honk.
2: Great honk!
3: The, the the thing that Cornelius yelled out.
2: Oh yeah, he did yeah, it like three like times, a, it was it was just yes, yes, just an
3: exclamation that they made up for this movie. And why not? Yeah, great
2: honk. It's like it's like okay, <laughs> sure. What is what is with the racist meadow? Oh my god,
1: we can talk not about that. Yet. I mean,
2: we'll talk about it more, but I'm just like I'm from a storytelling standpoint. We'll, we'll why? Get in,
3: we'll get into it more later, but I. I kind of love Wags. Uh,
2: is he is he the squirrel? Yes. Yeah. yes. I kind of love him. You know he's a punk because he has a vest with a collar.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> Why do you love him? I don't know. He's very cute, despite
2: <laughs> despite being like virulently racist. Yes, somehow.
0: <laughs> well, I think along with problematic pre- faith. Well, I like I think along with your premise that of or, or with your premise with with your pointing out that this. You feel like this is for younger kids. I feel like the takeaway for younger kids is that he's just a big old bully and he's mean and he makes fun of everyone.
2: Yeah, but they really, they really like make every one of his insults be race-based. race based. Yeah. It's it's it's
3: about what it's kind pointed of on they
2: are. The, yeah. Like everything, yeah, he no, says. no, no.
0: I understand that, but I just mean he's just very mean in his comments. More like, you know, you can't do that, or that they're stupid, almost.
2: right? But specific races can't, Because, <laughs> yeah. like, but, for instance, I think of another children's movie that has bullies in it, which there's tons. But another one that comes to mind for me um, is *Land Before Time* three, that has uh, like the three bullies, and they, they sing a song about being bullies at one point, and and I don't their their insults and the ways that they are mean to Littlefoot in the gang. Doesn't generally have anything to do with like, oh, you're a long neck or whatever. Which mm. you know oh, that sort you, of racism does exist but do you, in Land Before Time. Do you think they did the time. that on purpose?
3: Like, do you think that they made him like it's it's like family safe racism in order to to give kids a little bit of exposure to it and and show right? them that it's wrong and bad and that he's not maybe. But it for
2: feels it. it feels like if you do that, you need to slightly. I feel like his story isn't concluded well enough they get the thing and then they fly off and like obviously he kind of like has a look like oh i've been bested but it feels like if you're gonna <laughs> go so that hard you need to have a little like like it, it's it. it's hokey but either have a thing where he's like oh i've said se- i've seen the error of my ways or where everyone's like yeah see and like he walks off sad or something like that like it feels like you need a little bit more of a stinger because it's it's not really a part of the rest of the movie.
3: That's fair. And yeah. maybe it was there, because there was apparently something cut from the movie. Yeah, including yeah. Including Glenn Close.
2: Yeah, like, a, it says um, over ten minutes were cut wow. from the movie. And huh. yeah, one of the deleted scenes featured Glenn Close, and, oh, and her her character was entirely removed from the story. I don't know what what her character was, but...
1: Hmm. Wow. Yeah, that would have been the only name I recognized. I
3: think she was Wag's mom, Ah. And, sh- and she really came and and gave him a talking to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, she's she's like, I don't know where you got those ideas, Wag. But blah blah blah.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, it was apparently time constraints and budget limitations that mm-hmm. resulted okay. in that.
3: When they finally, when they finally get the the lung wart and. They're like, oh, we did it, and they cut to the scene of all the the other meadow people, and and wax just crosses his arms and looks dejected. I just wanted he's like, his I G- really wanted
2: to see a kid die today. Yeah, I wanted
3: to can his cheek and be like, what are you doing, man?
1: <laughs> You're Better than this. You don't know is Wags. he <laughs>
2: <laughs> problematic fave wax. <sighs>
0: Oh, uh, any,
2: anything else with the story characters' voice acting that isn't spoilers?
3: Um, I lo- I love the names of the herbs. Very very practical. The thing that helps your eyes is called Eye Bright. The thing that helps your lungs <laughs> is called Longwort. Very yeah. very practical and useful. <laughs> uh, I don't
1: know. Uh, I don't know if this is sound design or voice acting, but the bird noises. I don't know the owl noises. I don't be know sound design,
2: but it's fine.
1: Yeah, I I guess I don't know if like that's what owls would actually sound like. I, I feel Vaguely. like... Yeah, I feel like it's just to like... Lions don't actually roar like that. We had to, like, make other noises because lions feel like they should have a more, like, resounding roar. But, yeah, the owl being, like... The squawks didn't seem to fit, even though they actually might have fit. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's basically just, like, we want it to sound menacing they, and they, terrifying. They
3: basically didn't. I mean, they, they they did a little bit. They did enough um, but it was clear that, that they didn't really do any research into what that kind of owl would, would sound like and they just had a had a voice actor go in and make some screechy noises. And it it's it's serviceable, but it is noticeably not great.
2: Does anyone want to guess who the voice actor is for the owl? Is
1: it Frank Walker?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure is <laughs> um, um they it was it made it very terrifying to have the two different eyes. Uh, the it was two a cool looking d- owl eyes. design. It was, it was a pretty surplus. menacing looking owl, and then yeah. those, yeah. And then those it's, it's c-
2: like, and it has like owls. cuts on its legs and stuff too. And you're like, this thing has a story. Yeah, <laughs> it's been through some stuff.
1: Yeah, um, and that I just remembered Abigail. I guess that turn felt kind of quick for her, but yeah, they Like afterward it to be, or whatever where she's, right. I, yeah, yeah, or I guess since it's four kids. I can, I can get where they're just like, she did, this thing was bad enough where she was like, oh, all of those previous times, like, I see where I'm wrong. And like, it's okay, like, oh I'll I be almost died. Yeah, but it felt kind of quick.
3: She has one of the most interesting um, arcs in the movie because she's, she's both like super independent and, and capable, but also she's damseled a few times. Yeah. Mm, yeah, and mm-hmm. and then she, she's like a tomboy most of the movie, and then also does a little bit of toe in the dirt, batting eyelashes when she meets Willie in the meadow <laughs> later. Like, oh, yeah. that's his name. Yeah. yeah,
0: kind of forgot about that. Yeah,
1: I'm uh, like obviously she's into Edgar. I don't know why she would do that for this guy.
2: <laughs> Father and I are are uh, Abigail and Edgar shippers. <laughs> We just kept like giving giving each other looks like. Mm? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't
0: know. Um, when
3: they're when they're leaving that morning after to to go out on their journey, they're leaving Cornelius's house. He has a little book in the foreground, and it has an atom on it. This dude's
1: got huh.
3: this has got atomic physics books.
2: <laughs>
1: huh.
2: Interesting. Want well, to know more about that and I how mean, that affects the animal kingdom? I mean,
1: he's like a mechanical engineer because he's building this bird. He knows anatomy about, like, oh, it's her lungs. And yeah. So I got to get that plant. He's a smart dude. He's a smart she dude. He knows, knows
3: <laughs> a lot about everything. Made a moon clock? That moon clock was awesome. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like,
1: that's very interesting. Like, you don't have to look at the moon. You just, I guess, have this on the wall. Okay, dude. Sure.
3: I, I thought it was kind of neat. They They didn't cheat. In when the, in the uh, retrieving the lungwort scene, yeah. If you look really carefully after the I, the wing scrapes, you can yes. see, you can see the the lungwort trap. I noticed that too. I like that. Yeah, I yeah, I
2: noticed that. that too. So I was really, uh, yeah. Like once they're like, oh, it's not there anymore. I was like, mm, I saw where it is. Mm. Yeah. No, I that's good. Like that's now. good that it was actually consistent like that.
0: Yeah.
2: Let's go on to animation. William Hanna, co-founder and chairman of Hanna-Barbera, was in charge of the film's production, serving as its executive producer. He said in May of 1993, it is the finest feature production we have ever done. When I stood up and presented it to the studio, my eyes teared up. It is very, very heartwarming. So he was really proud of this um animation work was done in a lot of different studios uh we have wang film productions in taiwan lapis azul animation and matias marcos animation in, in spain uh jamie diaz studio in argentina denmark's a film Fini- phoenix animation studios in toronto canada and the hollywood cartoon company uh, mark swanson productions did computer animation for the yellow dragons and the flapper wingama thing Um, which leads me pretty nicely into, I don't know how the CG from this 1993 movie is better integrated with the rest of the animation than in the 1998 Quest for Camelot (laughs) movie, but it is. And and
3: arguably the, the 2000 and what, two, three,
2: uh, Treasure Planet. Yeah. Yeah, Arguably most of Disney's fair. Yeah. Yeah, In the nineties.
1: It looked really good. I didn't. I couldn't tell.
2: Yeah, like if you if you pay attention to it like yeah, you could kind of tell that it's there but it it's it's stylized so well and yeah. and like composited so well that if you're not really paying attention to it it's easy to not recognize it.
3: Yep. Yeah. Was was the little was the little uh, it was flap, flapper wingma thing.
2: I actually put the mini flyer has a little issue compositing uh, properly when flying around yeah, that, when it's first flying around that book
3: when it goes through that book. There's a little you can see a wing tip, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and then, but yeah, no, the little one was the main one was, the and then tanker the, truck. Uh, yeah, the tanker truck was, and then of course the the yellow dragons or whatever were. Yeah, yeah and those rovers. especially
1: did a lot of uh, interacting.
2: Yeah. With like
1: dirt and stuff like that. And I I didn't like it didn't
2: it's it's it come has to just bad. do with like how they styled the CG to look. Like it looks good. It's mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it
3: looks like cell animation.
2: Yeah. It's it's really impressive for nineteen ninety three. Um and yeah, we have seen studios with much bigger money pools not do it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh years after this, which is It's interesting.
0: This was such beautiful animation to me because even though it was, you know, a lot of it was in nighttime and in dark. And so you didn't just have like bright, sunny days or bright meadows. It was still beautiful. And the coloring was nuanced. Again, I loved the, uh, I loved the actual animation design, the way things just flowed everything from the, from the roots of the trees to the, to the limbs and, and the, and the leaves and the foliage and the grass. I mean, it just, I I loved it. Even the, uh, the choices they made with the letters um, of animation in the opening credits. um, It was just beautiful. And uh, in in contrast, okay. I, I thought of a lot of the scenes or, or initially of like um, rescuers down under, but, but like we talked about, I think we brought up in some of those that, the darkness and the shadows and the, and it was just, um, just not as visually enjoyable because I of think some of the we said study. that
2: more about the original
0: yeah. rescuers. Uh, right. The original rescuers. Not correct. rescuers. Oh, longer. I did say rescuers. I meant to say rescuers, the rescuers, but even though a lot of this was still a nighttime, it was just beautiful. I enjoyed it.
3: Yeah. They, they did yeah. a really good job with light. when uh, we mm-hmm. first meet Abigail, she's lit by the sunrise in, in front of the camera and she's nice and dark. In response yeah. to that, like the the light bleed from the sunrise is really darkening her and the leaves around her nicely, and she jumps down and makes a leaf fall. And as the leaf falls, it, it gets brighter as it falls into sunlight. It's really nice.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and even the like the moonlight and right before it reveals the owl and everything. Um, it, and looking up into the sky from their perspective, the height, the way they did so many things uh, that. That was so well done because it just seemed so tall. But then again, that moonlight, the shadows, just everything. It was just beautiful.
2: There was one more uh, scene that kind of had some bad composition, though, or just not the scene, but like a shot, which was when they were like flying in the machine and uh, Abigail like, is reassuring Edgar or whatever. The They look kind of awkward on the background that they're in front of the yeah. compositing just looked awkward uh, to me there. Um know. yeah, there was there was one or two places where the, where that kind of jumped out at me, but overall that was yeah more... they composited everything real well.
3: Yeah, I thought they did a good job, but that was where I could tell mo- I mean I could tell just looking at it for the most part, but where yeah. where you can really see it is where the animated characters interact with the the CG like when they're yes. hanging on the wings, you can see the wing like, you can see, like, anchor points on the wing moving relative to their hands where they're grabbing. So yeah. there's a little bit of clue there, but for the most part, it's really, really good.
2: Definitely. And also, even early on, the, the little miniature one, if you, like, really focus in on him holding it in his hand and his hand turning or whatever, like, it, it looks not necessarily bad, just slightly different to where you can tell that there's a difference in medium. Yeah. But I, I they did a good job throughout that. Early stuff, especially like distracting you from that, anyways.
1: Yeah, it's def that makes me think of uh, Anastasia and the music box, mm. and like it's the focus, but it's just so different.
3: When uh, when Russell gets thrown into the uh, the fireplace, and he gets covered in soot, and a little cloud of soot puffs out in front of the fireplace, yeah. and the the a thing flies through the soot cloud, and it and it disperses it like it was really really cool A little neat oh yeah neat little, yeah uh addition there
2: definitely it's like oh you didn't have to do that but you did and it, it looks good anything else with animation before the big question at the end of the animation section
0: I probably have already mentioned this in talking, I don't know if I've specifically mentioned this, in talking about how much I enjoyed the animation, but I really love the color. I just love the color choices and the nuance in color. Even um, even the choices of the, you know, of the badger, of, you know, of Cornelius, um, even their little clothes. Uh, but yeah, just so, it pre- and, and the, the two flowers that they had to get, and just, I just loved it.
2: What would this movie have been like if it were live action?
1: Uh, okay, live action. I don't. I mean, I
2: don't know if you can do a story about little animal kids who walk on two legs in live action.
3: Yeah, well, even even like a full CG movie. Like, yeah, are we counting that in the same same sort of? Mm,
2: I wouldn't. It depends. Is it? Is it? Uh, if photo-realistic it's tra- if Disney? it's trying to be the Lion King remake, then yes. Otherwise, no. Like if it's just a cg version that's that's cg animated like a bunch of like animated movies generally are today. No, I wouldn't count that. Only if you're going so hard that you're trying to lie to everyone and refer to it as live action Lion King,
3: <laughs> then yeah, I would agree. There's yeah. not much room in, in this for true live action or or live action equivalent cg.
2: Yeah, cuz like the whole thing is that there's so much purposeful contrast between the human characters and the animals like you just yeah i don't think you can do that i think you certainly could easily do a a 3d animated version of this i don't know if i'd like it as much but that's a whole different thing Mm -hmm. um but yeah as far as actual live action I, i just i don't think this one can do that
0: yeah
2: yeah let's talk about sound design um, I only have one note here, which is that they're going real hard trying to make you cry with Cornelius's song. They did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, and I'm not saying, I'm like, I, I don't say that in like a judgment value in terms of if they manage or whatever. I'm just talking about it's very obvious that the intent is to really push hard to try to make that happen for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think, I think if you're a kid you probably won't but like hearing yeah. the lyrics it's just like oh no yeah <laughs> i know yeah
2: and just like the the long focus on like him holding her little hands feels like it's tailor-made to make um the parents watching with their kids
0: to cry
3: yeah <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh no where am i am i in my sunset <laughs> oh
2: no
0: <laughs> oh, i know well, I as a grandma, as a nana. There we I'm go. Very, very sad.
2: There we go. That
0: little hand was Parker to me. I knew
2: the little hand. i would... now. Oh my gosh.
0: It was called Please Wake Up. That's it the
2: was. That's the
1: song.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's messed up. It's rude. He just says that several times. Oh God. Yeah. It's really <laughs> like, it's very overt in what it's trying to, and how it is trying to manipulate your emotions. Um, I don't. I personally feel like they probably should have gone a more subtle route, but I guess they are, I mean, since it's targeted towards such young kids, I see why they didn't, but also that song and scene doesn't necessarily feel like it's there for the kiddos. It feels like it's there for the parents.
3: Michael Crawford, who sang that, who voiced Cornelius had a hard time. He apparently teared up singing it.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's objectively sad. (laughs) Like it's, really um blunt but it it is sad definitely
3: we're, we're, we were already supposed to have addressed voice acting right
2: yeah but if you have if you want to add something now we we can do that that's not a big problem
3: I just, there's not not a hugely remarkable cast so, some in, interesting ones cornelius played by michael crawford he was a a, a fun cast he's a, a broadway slash british Broadway, uh, the West End, uh, star, uh, famous for for originating the role of the Phantom in Phantom of the Opera. Ah, uh-huh.
0: nice. Oh, I knew I recognized the name. I just could not think of which all what all I've seen him in, but I, I recognize the name.
3: Yeah, and you can hear a little bit of his Phantom in in that song in Please Wake nice. Up. You can hear yeah. a little bit of his delivery in there. It's fun. The other really. Major ones. There's another Broadway star with Ben Vereen playing the the the, the preacher bird Phineas. Mm,
2: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, and the other really remarkable cast was little Michelle, played by Elizabeth Moss. Oh yeah. The 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 lead in Handmaid's Tale and uh, had a, had a big part in Mad Men and she's a, she's a big star now. And she she was a, a little girl back then.
2: Yeah. Little talkative girl.
0: She's precious.
2: Definitely, I mean, she needs to be. She's the the emotional crux of the story. Basically, gotta save her.
1: Yeah,
0: that's really neat. Um, with I mean, I I recognized in the opening credits, uh, Ben Vereen, of course, and Michael Crawford. Um, and Ben Vereen is also a, an incredible dancer. If mm-hmm. I if I yeah remember correctly.
3: Yep. Yep. Big singer dancer actor for a lot of broadway and stuff um we'll get into some other stuff about him later but uh very 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 famous very very well-known cast member there
2: anything else with sound design before we go on to the next thing
1: i mean well there's the two there's two other songs and the last one's in the credits yeah i mean the last one's just like a worthy
2: yeah the last one's just like a emotional credit song yeah <laughs> like, yeah I don't know how else to describe it it's
3: it's like it's the theme of the show I, I haven't listened to it yeah. enough yet to be sure if this is true but I think that Michael Horner excuse me James Horner who uh, was the composer who is a very very famous composer does yes. a lot of work uh, I think he he used it in the the intro as he's pan as, as they're panning over the, oh, the meadow. I wouldn't be
2: surprised yeah I think
3: he used it yeah. there. But yeah, uh, James Horner, cr- crazy huge.
2: Yeah, that's a good get. Uh, li- list <laughs> yeah.
3: list of yeah, and apparently this was his last animated animated feature too. I
2: saw that.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: Yeah. Wow. But like, I think I forget what he'd done in the. I think he did some stuff in the '80s. I want to say maybe some of Bluth's stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, let's say he did the Page Master in '94. Did you do that before Time? Yes, he did oh
2: um, so they were kind of lying a little bit with the animated because 94 is after this page master's after this yeah but it's like half live action so that's sure. fair <laughs>
1: fully animated uh, that
3: is yeah. the part they made yeah, yeah fully animated yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, well, well, some other good stuff he did he did uh, Star Trek Wrath of Khan and Star Trek 3 yeah. Search for Spock Ooh, nice he did uh, God, his work is so varied Cocoon uh, oh, Captain yeah. EO wow yeah there's american tale he did an american tale Ah, uh, yeah uh land before time i was right field of dreams honey i shrunk the kids
2: <laughs> nice Wow. uh
3: let's see uh the rocketeer there's uh, american tale Will goes west
2: uh, nice they still had him on that nice yep
3: uh that's a, good,
2: that's a fun soundtrack too obviously a lot of western stuff
3: <laughs> yeah searching for bobby fisher the pelican brief uh Braveheart, Apollo 13, uh, Jumanji.
2: Nice. Oh, good. That oh, one's wow. fun.
3: Balto. That's some well, fun music. There's, there's yeah.
2: another one. Ah. I guess uh, Spielberg and him not must have gotten animated. along.
1: Or that one isn't yeah, fully that... animated either. Oh,
0: come
2: I on. Just fair. because there's a little bit of live action at the beginning. <laughs> it's not
1: fully animated. Come, I'll give them Pagemaster. There's significant
2: portions of Pagemaster that are live action. Bye.
1: Life, action.
2: That's a footage. BS. <laughs> Balto is basically a fully animated movie. That's a BS. You
1: don't you don't cut out the beginning and the end of it when you watch it, do you?
2: I don't remember the beginning and the end. Like when I think they of Balto, statue, I don't remember that part. They
1: tell the story and then they look at the statue. That's, a, the BS. That's the a BS. That's a BS. Very important. Balto
2: is entirely animated, as far as I'm concerned.
3: Uh, Titanic. I'll give
2: them Page Master, but I will not give them Balto. Oh, well
3: titanic so deep impact yeah titanic's Joey the Young, big one bicentennial because i I'm think like
2: he helped Trinus. compose my heart will go on too didn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah
3: yeah bicentennial you know, man titanic. perfect storm god so many enemy at the gates a beautiful mind i'm still mad about balta troy <laughs> troy
0: <laughs> are um, you talking about the, the the i mean like all did he do all the music like the yeah most he, was the, shows, he was he like, was
3: composer uh, on I mean, these the,
0: uh, most iconic like, a song from Titanic. Yep, he was the well, decomposer. The soundtrack
2: from... for Titanic.
0: Oh, wow. And okay. yes,
2: he also yeah. helped yeah. compose the music for yeah. My okay. Heart Will, Will Go On. on. Yep. Yeah.
3: Uh, just a bunch. Wow. Avatar, so many. Mm, yeah.
1: Wow.
3: Uh, Incredible yeah. get for that. Yeah, the... we
1: got a lot of work. Yeah, yeah definitely. Peak yeah. work, Once Upon a
0: Forest. It
2: let's
1: <laughs> move on. <laughs> um, I did
0: like the music, though.
2: I let's also... go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it? Hold up um
0: Russell sure is fat
2: man <laughs> they really want you to remember that don't they
0: which is silly because for a hedgehog and he rolls with a little ball he's really not a little hedgehog that's the shape they are so why why did they have to make a thing no about but he's that? fat
1: he he's fat though
2: mom did that's you de- know that he's he wants feature. to make sure that they bring food on the trip because he's the fatty
1: and then uh she's like he said oh how are we find food and she's like that's never been a problem for you and it's like wow. warmly and affectionately <laughs> but it's pretty much like you're fat you you got this
2: yeah what the heck and then, then, then because he's fat, fat to...
3: his life is in danger later because he can't
2: yeah, get can't fit
1: through those bars
2: is that the last main one where it comes up I don't um think so. yeah i think much. maybe
1: wags probably says something
2: no, probably wags is saying racist stuff all the time no, i don't Who think knows? wags does I think I think that him almost
0: getting
2: that I think the him almost getting flattened is like the ma- last main time that it comes up, but that's too many times, yeah. and it, it at all is too many times. I counted but six. <laughs> also, it's too many times. I counted
3: six specific specific instances, and I know that I hesitated on one and maybe didn't put it down. Yeah, it, it's weird because while it is all fat phobia, it is just flat out is. It's also not like super egregious.
2: Yeah, well, it's not like they, you don't get a sense that they're trying to be mean to him, which a lot of times when you have like the fat main character that's like paling around with the others, they do make jokes that seem to really be at their expense. Yeah and and you didn't really it didn't feel mean-spirited in that way in this it was
3: just it it's it's really actually kind of confusing for me because it's it's so different as to be like almost almost good in its badness like like it, it's not a problem that he's fat but it is it is a feature it's it's a thing that we're going to keep talking about it's a thing about him and things are going to re- revolve around that and i like when it comes down to it i know it's a problem but so, yeah. but sometimes i'm like yeah, this is just something he would deal with, and they're going to focus on it because it's a a, a a well the defining feature about him, which uh, that's his own problem again. So,
2: I think something like him being uh, getting stuck in the bars is like one thing where it's like okay, sure, that's just like part of his physicality, whatever. But then there's the stuff like her making that comment him being the one who's packing up food when they're trying to prepare to leave that that just feels like it's like he's fat so of course we have to like talk about food and stuff you know
3: it could have done been done even more (laughs) even more it could have been done more (laughs) artfully he could have like he could have like struggled for a moment to get through the bars and and but not had it become like a a plot. Thing. Yeah. Like, slipping where it's like through being like cold a second and you like see his them. big
2: belly and yeah. stuff.
1: And what they could have done for the bars is it could have been because of his spines. Like maybe he had to True. go the other way because yep. of how his spines go. And then for the food thing, I mean, he had such a big family, it could have been interesting to be a function of him not being able to get food because there's so many of yeah, them. Yeah, at the
2: beginning of the movie where where that is, like, a thing that's brought up, like, at, at that point, I wasn't bothered by him, like, when he meets didn't up with breakfast. his friends, scene didn't have breakfast. That didn't bother me at that point because, yeah, we literally saw that, like, it's a huge family, and so <laughs> he wasn't able to. Like, that didn't feel like it was like, oh, he's fat, so of course he would complain about Breakfast. That one felt like it just made sense Mm -hmm. for the character's situation, but then past that, it just started being like, "Oh, okay, he's just—it's a food fixation because he's fat." Okay, sure.
0: Well, and it too is. I I I know that these are forest creatures, but one of um with my grandson that I watch a lot of times in the morning is called Puffin Rock, and one of the little characters on there is the pygmy shrew, and and um. Now I can't think of his name, but he's always eating, and like you know, they're always like you know, oh, um, you know, would you, you know, stop? But but they they bring out a lot of the times, and it's not fat looking. Um, that they have to eat constantly. So I don't know if little hedgehogs, you know, have a higher metabolism and need to eat. But you know what I mean. You could the still. Only make thing it... I know
2: about hedgehogs and their diet is uh-huh. that they like chili dogs. Valerie anticipated exactly what I was going to do and she was mad about it. I'm like, yeah.
0: if they're blue and they run fast, what are you going to say? No,
2: chili dogs. Chili dogs is where I'm going with but, it. You know,
0: but again, as you could even... I've,
2: yeah. I've been trying so hard this whole time yeah. to not make Sonic references. They
3: actually, they actually referenced that in that breakfast scene. It's like, his mom was Did like, they... guess you weren't fast enough.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, they do! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Oh she did. Gotta go fast, Russell. I actually really (laughs) liked to jump out of this when she was like, Oh, you can't be Russell, he's in furling class. Yes. (laughs) I like the thought it's like, oh, it's Russell, but she's like
2: No, because at first you're it's like, oh no, he has such a big family that she's constantly mistaking them. But then once she has that line, you're like, Or is it just that she's being snarky?
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) And I think it's that she was being snarky.
0: Well, I was just gonna say, even even if that isn't a feature of little hedgehogs. You could still have something along those lines. It's like you know, well, my metabolism, or if I don't eat, I get a headache, or whatever. And you don't have to make it about being being too fat or whatever, you know, or making it seem like feel like. A I fat wanted joke.
2: To them to do more with his ball form.
0: Yeah, yeah. And maybe yeah. again,
2: that's just the Sonic fan in me, but I wanted more from that. <laughs> well.
0: You had
1: Abigail rolling him out when he got scared at yeah, some point. They had yeah. to get away, and so she
0: ran and but rolled I, him I, away.
2: I think I wanted it to like come in handy at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah.
1: sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's just a really good pilot.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, valid. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: I think. I think like my like most little animals. Words. I think most little animals are are like. You know, little little humans. It's ideal if they're eating all the time. It's that's their their ideal state. Yeah. They're gathering as much energy to grow. So, yeah, they they definitely could have done that better.
2: Let's talk about Russell being racist. <laughs> Yeah. You mean What's wax? he squawking about?
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, in the I see. beginning, yeah. Well, he's racist against
0: birds.
2: he has one more thing, right? That he said that was Oh, oh what it's, oh, when they, when he's like, oh, "Do you want to come with us to eat food?" and he's like, "Yeah, it's not all worms, is it?" I Feel like Russell's just Having microaggressions thrown against these birds—I don't know what that's about.
3: I took that mostly as another another fat phobia thing because he was only concerned about what they ate.
2: <laughs> oh sure, no that that particular line definitely. But the squawking one was just pure racism, and yeah. I'm like, come on, Russell. That While feels... we're talking about this scene, yeah. yeah, oh no, we have more to talk about with this scene. I think I
3: I I've, I'm so conflicted. Because yeah. it's like, it's the only set of roles for people of color in the movie. Yeah. But also, it's a very stereotypical gospel yeah. situation.
2: Not only that, but like this whole scene, it's really funny when they cut to him and he's just in mud. But, but it makes them ultimately, look so this whole Exactly, this whole joke is basically that this entire group of people was too stupid to figure out that they could just easily get this boy out and that he wasn't going to die. And yeah. when all these people are coded as being the the people of color in the movie, that yeah. sucks. It was awful.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: I don't know it's... how to feel about it. I'm like, oh, they got roles, but their roles were shitty. I mean, that's, right? that's, that's also, just the story point,
0: for Black Edgar people. And Edgar talks
2: in a certain way yeah. with them. Yeah. And I'm like, is, are we supposed to code him as as uh not white also? Or is this a white person mimicking? It was definitely you know? the latter.
3: I wish it were not. It yeah. was definitely the latter. I, I literally wrote down, oh no, Edgar, that gospel pattern. <laughs> Why?
2: Yeah, that was uncomfortable.
1: And then I guess if you think about it, they're the ones that called the machines yellow dragons. Is that also kind of a... <laughs> Didn't uh, even
2: think of that. Yeah,
1: because like... Cornelius, he knows what humans are and he wasn't like, oh, the monsters, the demons, whatever. But these machines... Possibly. ...by by these birds get, you know, oh, these are yellow dragons because they either don't know or... I don't know. Yeah. I... It it was... On the surface, it was kind of interesting and, like, I like the music from it, but... Like, digging at all any deeper and you're like, this isn't... This is not great
3: yeah just another example of problematic r- racial inclusion in hollywood like it's, it's like yeah. they tried but the best they could do was awful
2: <laughs> pretty much and then like two scenes later we we have a whole thing about don't be racist yeah. this is like the whole meadow thing so it's like maybe you guys should have practiced what you're preaching but whatever Weird. It's, see,
3: it's another. It's like it's 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 like the fat phobia thing. It's like they tried to handle it in a way and just fell short. Because it's like it, it. feels like they're trying to be well well meaning. They're like, look these these are black characters. They're coded black. Isn't that great? Eh, well, no, not really. It's
2: like well, when when the whole plot line that they're a part of frames them as being unreasonably stupid. Uh, not so much. Yeah. Yeah, like it's, it was, the timing of the scene was hilarious and made us all laugh because you you don't expect for them to still be alive. But then you think about it for five seconds after that and you're like, oh, oh, this is yikes, actually.
3: Yeah. Totally <sighs> prepared for the kid to be dead. I mean, we got a shot of dead badger yeah. parents, so why yeah, not a exactly. dead, dead bird kid? But nope, nope. He's no. there.
2: Yeah. <sighs>
1: um, and then the racist Oakdale Yes Situation Because I don't know Was it just Wags? It, kind of it felt, felt like
2: Wags was it's like the main one Especially after a point But it did feel like there was a, a It felt like especially at first When they're all fighting over it It felt like it was like the mice versus the squirrels Yes You know mm-hmm
3: definitely um i mean the, the tug of war was literally that it was my exactly. one side, squirrels on the other and
2: then i thought that like her climbing up there then then, then she was they were gonna be like ah, oh, of course you're joining the my like it's like oh now they my mouse or something but then it doesn't end up going there and instead it goes to the weird place of like goo goo eyes at each other for this character that is like barely in the movie,
3: <laughs> Willie. though Just weird. W- Willie was so down for getting fallen on. Yeah, once he found
2: out who it was.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. Did I hurt you when you like pushed me down and fell yeah. on or something. Yeah,
2: yeah, that was funny. I can I can respect that. Oh my God. Um. But yeah. I... For one, obviously it's problematic when you were already racist in your movie to then try to have like a don't be racist lesson. But beyond that, it just, like I mentioned earlier, just really doesn't feel like it's resolved well enough to make the point, especially on the level at which it felt like this was trying to make points to children. Especially, especially
3: after their previous failings. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that, that is how I read it. It's them trying to to show, show rather than tell that this guy's not a good person and he shouldn't be, behave like he's behaving. But, yeah.
2: Yeah, it just feels like it's not quite enough to, to really properly send that message. I don't know. I can um, fix him.
3: Let me go be his school boyfriend.
2: Ryan, no. (laughs) I can fix him. Ryan, you can't. No. He has to fix himself. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go on to our... Spoiler alert. alert. Skip to... One hour, five minutes, and 20
3: seconds.
2: So the, the, the two main things that I remember in this movie is, you know, that they... They fly in the thing because that's on the cover of of the movie, mm-hmm. and um, the the human the scene with the humans at the end where Edgar poor Edgar has to be naked, <laughs> but like that whole scene definitely left an impression on on younger me.
3: So for those listening who haven't seen the movie, which I know happens because I'm Quite often that person way. listening. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they they fly home. Uh, they have a little harrowing adventure while they're flying and they eventually crash land, but they're home. They land home Uh, and they get back to the house to Cornelius's house Uh, and they get the, get the, the the plants there to him. But just as they're about to give them to Michelle, they hear noises outside and they look and it's humans. And Cornelius is like, Oh no, not again. It's there more, more, more stuff. Like when I was young. So they all run out the back door and they all try and hide. But uh, Edgar uh, panics a little bit, uh, which was a little annoying after his whole step up in bravery from the flying yeah, thing. But fair. anyway, he, he, he trips and his his coat gets uh, pulled off of him as he's trying to run away and his glasses fall off. And I could, it just seemed like Clearly, they were like, "We can't have a human find an animal with
2: clothes on."
1: (laughs) Valerie laughed, laughed out loud, and I'm like, "Ah, so he has to be naked for this, okay?" And he gets caught up in like I
2: don't know. I think I would have accepted it if like he had fallen and and or even just gone into the cage and the human picked it up. And then like you're clearly like from the human POV, and he just looks like a regular a a regular rodent. I would have accepted that, but it's funny to like make him loot, Because what, ha- what happens if one of these humans does come across one of them that's fully decked out in clothes? Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: They're like, oh. and then, no, because you, you, you make the clothes a reality. So then it's like, there are little houses in these trees. Yes, there's a little book on gravity. Yes. yes. Near this place where you're, yeah. there's like, like, there's a flying contraption over here that you'd like just walked over. Yeah. If, if you do the POV thing, then you can just be like, there's like some psychological separation. So you don't have to worry about these literal like homes and books and things that are, that exist. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah.
2: It's a weird choice. But anyways, sorry, you were describing the same.
3: That's cool. Uh, Edgar. So he, he eventually is, is naked and gets caught up in a trap that we got, uh, foreshadowed earlier. Michelle almost ran towards it and they warned her off of it, but he gets caught up in it and a human picks it up. And, uh, very menacingly, like, reaches in and grabs him and holds him for a moment and then sets him down. Says, there you go, little guy, or whatever. Yeah. A, a nice turn. I, I liked that they didn't make the humans, like, a- actual oh, yeah. antagonists. Yeah. I, f- I thought that was actually pretty artfully subtle on their part. They're like, let's not make humans so just too. the enemies. Yeah. Because it- we're humans, and that's not helpful. <laughs>
2: it leaves you have a message of like our our carelessness like throwing a glass bottle out of of a moving car can cause great damage but we're not beyond saving and we can clean up our messes so like if we try harder we could maybe not cause them to begin with like that kind of feels like it
3: our construction and development is messing with the habitats of some of these wildlife and and is directly threatening the lives of some of them, in addition to threatening their li- habitats, and you know, again, carelessness—something we yeah. can we could help avoid. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. No, I I feel like that is probably the the most well delivered part of the film is is that message.
3: Yeah. So uh, he lets him go, and uh, uh, I'll, I'll just Seinfeld yada 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 this. Uh, <laughs> uh, they get the medicine to Michelle uh they wait overnight because i think they wanted to to do the her being better in in daytime i just wanted, they yeah. wanted to do have her be in full color
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
3: and she does she gets better uh after a moment of the possibility that she doesn't which kind of you're prepared for from this movie given
2: right God. i mean the, it literally done. showed it, her dead parents they earlier, go real so. hard
3: so she does she's better and then all the rest of their families, except her parents, who are for sure dead because we saw them, oh, no. uh, show back up.
2: <laughs> oh. Yeah, And they have, of course, the moment where it's like, oh, no, is Edgar's mom going to show up? He didn't get to kiss her goodbye or whatever, but she does, of course. It's like you've already you taken so much this. from this movie. You have to give him his mom back, <laughs> and, but it. But also, since none of the other ones lose anybody, it's like wow. This badger family has been through an absurd amount of trauma and tragedy in, in years, hasn't it? I
0: Jeez. know, and we and we made note of the fact that there um, that her parents because you just meet her ringing the bell and then starting a yeah. little monologue at the beginning. You hers were them. the only parents that you didn't meet and exactly. have you know any kind of. Feelings for you just have to see them. Yeah, hunched over. Yeah. At least they were holding each other. I so wonder fat. if
2: they always intended to not have you see them, or if there was footage that was cut. Ooh. That was Glenn yeah, Close. Yeah, maybe they Glenn had to close like. Close oh,
0: well. no! oh I hope not. That'd be oh, terrible. That'd be terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan. I, yeah, like they let, let you. Over
2: they get. Son. They get you. Let you get I to know the mom thing. as Glenn Close real well, and then just kill her. That would be terrible. Ugh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That was, that was the worst. That it was, was so sad. And I forgot to mention that she goes into the house because uh, Michelle, like, says hello into the house. Hears her say hello back. Yeah. Like, the echo pulls her in. I'm like, that's so sad. Yeah. That's and she, she tricked herself She's into like, poisoning. Is that you, Mom? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. It's awful.
2: Yeah, it's terrible. Uh,
1: anything else
2: in point? I, I don't have any other notes, but if you guys do.
1: Oh, the... Uh, I thought it was interesting how they you like you never see human faces. They just are the mm. arms in the beginning and for this they're in hazmat suits. So yeah, they're they're a presence, but they're not a, a, a there's not like a character that represents humans. Yeah, it lets you have kind abstract. of this
2: disconnect to where I think not seeing a human face lets you accept the devastation that the humans are creating a bit better than if you had a human that that you care to be, the like seeing their face lets you care about them more. I don't know. It's that, interesting. That or
1: it could not just to care about, but to like villainize as oh, it's that one guy. It's like it yeah, could be yeah. anybody. Yeah, yep, yes, that's like a very
2: good point.
3: And, and also, it helps. It, it lets you avoid having to figure out and de- and develop a, a style for drawing humans. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I truth. don't have to. I don't have to storyboard that. I don't have to figure it out. They are just <laughs> people in masks. Yep.
0: Arm arm hazmat suits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a little bit worried though when they showed the the front of the of the eighteen wheeler that um, ended up uh, turning over and emitting all the gas because they made it look so menacing. Um, the front, the grill, and then when that that um, person was initially climbing out of the truck, I don't know. He looked kind of buff or whatever, and I thought it was going to show some mean, menacing-looking uh-huh. character that was like on a, you know, had been on this way to do something. I think this,
2: if, I think if this was a worse worse made movie, then that would be the case, but no. Yeah,
0: Yeah. no, he's like, oh, I've got to tell somebody, i got to get help. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, so, so I, yeah, and so in that sense, I I do think that worked well for what they were accomplishing here, because honestly, it wasn't about the humans, other than the fact Mm -hmm. that the negative impact that we can have on nature unwillingly. But yeah, it was.
3: It's one of the things I liked about it a lot was that, there aren't really villains in this movie. There are antagonists, there are things they have to overcome, but there aren't villains. Which
2: Yeah, even the giant bird, it's like it looks like it's been through stuff and you're like ultimately you're just eating to survive. Like it yeah. doesn't feel like you don't hate that bird, you know. Yeah. Just yeah. a natural predator
3: yeah. that they that they get past and over, you know, out outsmart or, you know, just overcome and you don't hold anything against it. It's not a villain. It's just, just an antagonist. Just like yeah. Wags is an antagonist. Yeah. Just like the yellow dragons but, are an antagonist. The humans, for a brief moment, until they're not.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, a thing I liked about <laughs> the humans. This is a note from sound design, but spoilers. Uh, I love that their searchlights made noise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whenever mm. their lights were getting near them, they're just like... Zzz, zzz, zzz,
1: zzz. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
2: very fun. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it makes the scene feel more harrowing. So mm-hmm. sure.
1: Yeah, and they feel more alien. Yeah, they did. A, they did a good shot, uh, job with like the shots from like the characters' angles, like the humans looking really big. Like you said, the truck looking menacing because you're looking at it from a very low angle, so it's huge. That was good. Definitely.
2: I should have
3: mentioned this in animation. I found it fun that. They they took the the time to they could afford to wreck the the full scale well both of them the the flapper wingma thing they took the time to wreck the the CG models of those so they had multiple yeah. models where one was good and one was wrecked but they did not take that effort for the the truck it just kind no. of it just kind of flips and uh, yeah. skids on the ground and the only thing that's broken about it is the the uh, little cap on the the valve in the back where the gas leaks out the rest is just just, just the truck it's fine
2: (laughs) yeah that's true
3: couldn't afford to bust that one up
2: yeah it's like oh that's gonna be a little too much effort lads (laughs) (laughs) um we good with spoilers i think so all right we're done with spoilers let's go on to our favorites and least favorites what was your least favorite scene
1: for the emotional trauma, the, the one where you see her dead parents. That was upsetting.
2: I mean, I feel like it is important to the emotions of the film, though.
1: But do you have to see her parents? I feel like you, I mean, her
2: parents are dead. I feel like you do need that. And it d- then makes you worry that others can die from then on. Mm, that's true.
3: That, that makes you wonder what happened.
2: Yeah, you're yeah, like, are all of their of parents fine? Is Michelle going to be
0: okay? I suppose. Yeah, I was very worried after that, that, that you know, um, I, I, the only bit of encouragement, again, was him saying, you know, when he's like, did you find your mother? I just found her apron. So, I mean, that was my only, in, you know, bit of encouragement. It's like, we don't get any like... indication
2: that this gas, like, Disintegrates, so she should be somewhere yeah
0: but it's just like man did it did it like catch everyone by surprise just wipe out this whole little community i was so worried okay fine my new one that oh go ahead
3: i was just saying and also that scene gives abigail a really cool she gets to be a a hero that's true which offsets some of her damseling later
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah which we didn't even talk about that in House of
0: Hold Up. Oh, we did forget to add that in House of Hold
2: Up. She gets damseled a few times. It's but,
3: but it's it's it, yeah. see they do it again. It's it's questionable because they also offset it with her being. It's a not what? as
2: egregious as some damseling. Certainly, yeah. It's it's a bit of give and take, but uh, uh, that's not as egregious as some of the other stuff for the House of Hold Up. I think. Sure. Yeah. But um, least favorite scene.
1: Then where um, Russell is stuck in the grate and he's just so yeah. big he can't get through. He can't. You know, sucking his tummy, and so he almost dies. That one.
2: I think for me, it's the blunt racism stuff in the other meadow. Sure. I'm just, it's just eye-roll-y. It it doesn't feel like it's done well enough or resolved well enough, so I'm just kind of like, okay, whatever.
0: Well, mine actually is going to also be in that meadow, is when, um... Abigail and and the uh, the little scoreboy boy are just making eyes at each other. Oh, it's fair. She's like, just like I'm man? like, come where? on. It's like, where is this even coming from? What? It's, so, it, this it's like this isn't in her character. This character, character turn is no one. Do yeah. He
2: does like nothing it's in like, this and, movie. And
0: Abigail hasn't. That just doesn't seem like her character right now. That she's just going to get smitten by some boy. Also, she it, already
2: has Edgar. Come yeah, on. I
0: mean, but it's just so so. <laughs> and so so that was really eye rolly No,
2: me. it was. That was super eye roly. For me, it was the,
3: in quotes, funeral scene.
2: Yeah, I get it. I thought about it. Yeah,
3: I just... I don't... I just don't like it. <laughs> it was no, uncomfortable I the mean, whole way through.
2: Is that, yeah. To where no, it to where even
3: messed up that joke for me about him not actually exactly.
2: No, the joke's initially funny, but then it sets in of, like, what that joke means, and it sucks. Yeah. What was your favorite scene in the movie? And If it's in spoilers, just be vague. And I think for me, it isn't spoilers. I think for for me, it's the part I I talked about in the spoiler section with uh with Edgar and stuff. I think I that's just what ha- has stuck with me all these years since. Like I I barely remember what happens in this movie because <laughs> um, it's been so long since I've seen it. But that scene has stuck with me. So I think that.
3: I think my favorite is. Um... Hmm, I like a lot of them, but I think my favorite is is the the scene of them bit one building the full scale uh flapper wing the thing and also flying it to get the the uh lung wart. Yeah, I enjoy that whole. It's it's like an action sequence. There's there's danger. See, that's a, a time where it almost feels like uh abigail is is getting damseled but it's not really damseling if if you're in trouble because of you being daring is it like
2: i don't think so i think that was just I, felt like them all working together trying to do a dangerous thing
3: yeah that's i really like that one
2: yeah yeah
1: yeah i think i'll agree with that one where they are getting
0: the lung wart um in the machine yeah, I too like so many scenes, but I'm I'm going to echo that too, to Ryan. I, I really do like that scene. Trendsetter. Yes, you
2: are. <laughs> uh, who was your least favorite character?
3: Willie.
0: Does he count as a
1: character?
3: <laughs> Come on, there's only like eight named characters. You can't take one away from me.
0: I mean, <laughs> he's
2: so, he does literally nothing though. It's the thing.
0: Yeah, like the one
2: no, that she made goo goo eyes with. There's no oh, point to
1: him. Yes. Like Wax is, I'm pretty sure the one that talks about the the flower on the mountain. Like, yep. and he gets a, He gets set up
2: too. Like he's the one who's most clearly trying to get the acorn or whatever during that whole scene. Like you get to see him, like, being, like, crafty and quick and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it feels like he's being set up to be more than he is, and then he's nothing.
1: Maybe he's part
0: of that
2: So, honestly, Ryan, I agree. He's he's I Why too. is he here?
0: I do, too. Why
2: is he here? He doesn't add anything of value. He doesn't. I mean, he
0: doesn't. I mean, like, he doesn't even stand Willie sucks. The <laughs> what about the
1: actual...
2: Man, I hate Willie. What about the
1: racist... <laughs>
2: That guy sucks too, but at least I like at least he sure it. if you're trying to have this thing where if if you're trying to have a, like racism thing, then yeah, you have to have the character who keeps being racist. And I can, save and him. even beyond that, at least he's like he's antagonistic <laughs> towards them and trying to reach their goal, which okay, sure, <laughs> and like I can at least I him. see his plot point. Well, here's Willie's nothing.
0: Well, here's why I'm down on Willie some too is because then and we don't know what was cut in the 10 minutes but he doesn't even turn around and then then get back in his face and say see exactly you know, if, if like, when they see? had flown
2: you know. off he had been like, like said something Shows be what like you know exactly if he had even done that then he maybe wouldn't be the worst character but he does nothing I he know. like has that weird goo goo doll eyes with her and then fades <laughs> into the back
1: <laughs> stop <laughs> it <laughs> Remember a Goo Goo Doll song, <laughs> uh, Iris. Is Black Balloon" one. Iris, Iris.
2: Black Iris. Balloon is Iris. one. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, a Black Balloon over here. Okay, okay.
2: Thanks, guys. Um, but no, he's like he's, uh, he, he he stops doing anything after that. Like he's just there in the crowd. He's nothing. All, right, all, all he right, does, fine. literally. I'll agree. All he
3: does, literally, is like, oh, don't listen to wags.
2: Yeah, it's like, thanks. We weren't going to. He yeah, sucks. We, we were fine over here. Our, our um, little nerdy, wimpy okay, character Willy already stuck. Okay, <laughs> <well>. Willie sucks. <laughs> Willie's the worst. We all agree. It's true. Who is yeah. your favorite character?
1: Oh, who's my favorite? Wags? Oh, of course
2: Yeah, I you're going to choose the racist I one? Think- <laughs> <laughs> that That's something you want to put out into the, into the ether? People just, listen to I, this. I, Not I a think- whole lot of people, but people listen to this.
1: Just kidding.
3: I think... I do I do want to save him though.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. You
2: can't. I'm sorry. He has to save himself first.
1: It's like uh
0: your husband or waifu.
2: <laughs> Jeez.
0: <laughs> um I think I'm torn between Michelle and Edgar. I like those two a lot. I like all I mean a lot of the
2: I like Edgar and Abigail quite a bit. I'm yeah. trying to decide. I'm
0: thinking Edgar If
3: Michelle were in more of the movie, I think she'd be my favorite. Um, yeah
0: but yeah given but that she's, she's just not, sick
3: the whole time yeah given that she's not right
0: but like i said yeah
3: yeah no, the, no.
2: agreed uh
0: yeah i think edgar My
2: is abigail
0: i think edgar are oh, your favorites abigail ah. yeah oh
2: nice I like abigail i think she's 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 yeah. up she's like it's a bit neck and neck for me with her and edgar like i've said in the past edgar? i'm a big
3: fan of people who are just like good at what they do and she's yeah she's yeah. a she's a capable capable cool character and i like her a yeah. Lot. And, yeah and and she's, yeah, not she's so, awesome i think she's not so big in her britches that she she has to like act tough when she gets when she messes Truth. up and she mm-hmm. comes back yeah. from it she's like man i'm sorry you guys are right and like
2: edgar gets mad at her and then she's like no you're right and i'm sorry and then he's kind of like oh well well good then
0: he's like <laughs> well, now that that's settled. <laughs> I think where Edgar edges out is him pulling out his little extra set of glasses. <laughs> I also like,
2: I also liked him basically giving an fu to to Wax or whatever his name is.
0: Oh yeah, and standing up and like being like, yeah, just Edgar out of my way. That. We're on a mission.
3: Edgar does have what? that gospel moment though.
2: Oh god, he does have that, yeah. doesn't he? You're right. It's Abigail for me. <laughs> <laughs> <Friend center. laughs> This movie was class. It had three songs in it. Three which songs. was your least favorite of the three songs?
1: If it were connected with a better scene, "He's Gone," I liked it. It's
3: actually but called "He's Gone" slash "He's Back."
2: It, yeah,
1: yeah, I liked "He's Gone." Part of it. You like the better. mournful part better? Yes. Hmm. Uh, but I guess I'll go with the really sad one. I know.
2: Is your least favorite?
1: No, least oh, favorite. Oh, least oh, favorite. favorite. Um. Oh. no! Once upon a Force with me was kind of boring. It was boring. That's my least favorite.
2: Yeah,
3: once but upon great. a time with me. Yeah, it, not only is it like, oh, yeah, that one. Time. Not only is it boring. It, sometimes the lyrics don't make any sense at all. <laughs> it's like they were I really even struggling listening. for a
2: rhyme. The movie was over, and I was just copying my notes into the right yeah. document. I was like, whatever. This song isn't it's, it's capturing very, my attention.
3: It's very flowery, and and yeah. sometimes like is very seems like it's reaching for a rhyme and yeah
2: yeah yeah
3: it's just not great yeah, no the music guess, to it is fine it's lovely sure but the lyrics sure. eh.
1: but yeah like songs with lyrics at the end of movies only at the end of movies is not baffling all the time but it's like it feels like it's throwaway. yeah because usually like now, a reprise now, of a song during a film you're gonna now, mention
2: wait, pop ballads danica i'm gonna i'm gonna mention true to your heart at the end of the <laughs> line, which doesn't even only start in the credits; it starts while animation is still there. I thought oh, I mean, you might that's, mention and that's, after that's credits, pop ballads.
1: No, no, no! Yeah. I'm not talking about pop ballads, uh, but like
2: mo pop, pop ballads,
1: th- things like this. I don't know. I feel like it's supposed to be a part of the film. But... I don't
2: know. Honestly, it felt as it felt as not a part of the film as the pop ballads to me. Like it, it just felt like it started. And the very final moments, and then just went into the credits. Like yeah, it was kind it of just, just a nothing.
1: Yeah, it wasn't interesting. It wasn't catchy
2: or interesting. Like yeah. it wasn't even just like, like okay, yeah, we're doing a pop ballad, like so many of those movies. Like yeah. I can get into that, but this one, I like just the kind end of Shrek.
0: In- when they do the credits or whatever, or some of that, sure. that was well done. That's that's good, but that's yeah. also
2: kind of leading into a different era of movie yeah, yeah. ending of animated movie ending songs.
0: Especially right, but because yeah. Shrek was like all contemporary
1: like pretty much all contemporary. Exactly. Like,
0: right, but I'm just saying that was well done in credits or sure. whatever how they did that in contrast to this. Yeah, and I'm just going to say this song that the same song. Um, whatever the name time. of it yeah. is, it, I me. agree because I just remember at the least because of that. I mean, exactly. Just,
2: yeah. Which was your favorite song? Please wake up. Yeah, yeah I mean,
0: I, yeah, I'm gonna have to go back It's
2: it was, really overt with yeah. pulling on those heartstrings, but I mean, you know, sometimes it's well it's, sung and it's sad.
3: Sometimes it's fun to let your heartstrings get pulled. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. I don't know if it
3: was fun. <laughs>
1: if you want a good cry, <laughs> as a an, just any sort of adult you're just, just so like sad. i'm getting oh, older I can't, watch, I can't
3: wait to watch the good dinosaur with you danica
2: <laughs> oh yeah we'll get we'll get we gotta start doing bonus episodes but then no, that's a I'm whole other thing this. to edit.
0: i'm like getting way too old i'm so <laughs> sad oh mom you can't
2: have an existential crisis right now
1: <laughs> uh, if tim
2: curry were in this movie
0: who
1: oh um what a good if the bird talked but that would make it more of a Wait, the way the the owl. owl. Yeah. Hmm. Except it would it would it would give a uh, intention or like more of a villainy to the owl than I think was necessary. Oh, I was think
0: needed, yeah. as
1: is it's actually like you spoke about it earlier. Uh, I, I just
2: Anna realized was... that Wags is Charlie Adler. I don't know. Who that I is. had
3: that note, but I didn't know who that was. Who who is he? Um,
2: the one that always comes to mind for me is Ickis from. Mm. Um, are real monsters but he's in a lot of stuff (laughs) but yeah he he wasn't doing that voice but but what if Tim Curry was wax Ryan (laughs) I want to know what you in particular think about that
1: That would um, make him feel older.
2: It would. Yeah. He he would feel much older with that voice. Yeah. What
1: definitely. if he was Abigail's dad?
0: I was going to say, maybe uh, Abigail's dad, because then he, uh, he'd have more of a personality. I love I that. Like, what a yeah. cute
3: little bit, role. Can,
0: can yeah.
3: I have a good answer, though. Oh, yeah? What if he was uh, Phineas, was the the pastor bird? And they would have to go a different direction well, than the I gospel with it. Well, I was wondering about that, because then yeah. you
0: wouldn't code the, the whole group there. You know, as 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 black, and that or
2: were, you would, and it would be even more problematic. Truly, we don't know. We don't know truly. if they would have chose. Ideally, well, was, they were, wasn't it? A, uh, didn't she say that it was Ben, whoever that was, ben a Vareen. singer, anyways? Ben like, Vereen. Yeah. yeah,
0: he's an incredible singer. Yeah.
2: Dancer. So I don't. I, yeah, I don't know if they would. But I they mean,
3: if they go with him, and then they go with a, a different style entirely, that that knocks yeah. the whole problematic black people being stupid. Part of yeah. that away, mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. it also it also removes uh, the fact you know it removes all the black characters, but
2: yeah, well, you can put some in other places yeah. where it's yeah. yeah. not racist.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. Or have them there, but have them not be stereotypes.
2: Yeah, yeah. right. Like
1: any yeah. of those kids could be played by exactly black actors or actresses or voiced by yeah, or even Cornelius. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like Abigail's dad. I do. I, mean, I, I do. I think that's my favorite one. Yeah. That just like that'd I be know. like
2: a cute little bit role. Could, could he be
1: like uh, parental in that way or like yeah. what sort of parental? He's a dad really in, in Muppet
2: Treasure Island, so yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got yeah. He's a wily dad, but yeah. still. <laughs>
3: well, there goes my trend setting streak.
2: Yeah. Oh no! Aww. I'm sorry. You had it a long time. I like... <laughs> <laughs> used
0: um,
2: All right, let's go into our overall consensus and what we would rate it.
0: I'm still going to recommend it. I'm not ready to write yet. Let I me mean, think. Yeah, you. I recommend <laughs> it. Definitely. Yes,
1: it is still very cute.
3: Me too. It's an hour long. It's 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 a good short little movie. Um you
1: didn't it's only an hour long. Yeah. Wow. I would have assumed it was like. Yeah, I don't know. I guess the standard ninety minutes feels like the right size. Anything less than that feels like it's.
3: Full runtime <laughs> with credits was like an hour and ten minutes.
0: Wow! Yeah. Wow! There you go kind of short yeah
2: yeah they, they longer really, than dumba they really pack it in <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and again they also had 10 minutes cut from what they planned so. yeah
0: so why didn't they keep the 10 minutes in I, it was budget
2: and money and stuff. <laughs> it was money Got and it. time Got
3: it also i think i think danica mentioned this it was it was originally planned to be a tv movie
0: no, uh, uh, oh okay Rating.
2: I am just looking here and I'm like oh mom doesn't have ratings and I, on these ones and I was like oh because it was like Vampire Hunter D and Vampire oh, Hunter D Bloodlust we do need to show you Bloodlust though it's a good movie and I think you could handle it
1: okay rating
2: so we gave it a 4 and 4.25 like really we like this that yeah. movie.
3: Um, I'm going to give this Uh, man I keep going back and forth I think we're going to land on a 3 hmm
0: Okay,
3: guys that's too high I don't know I'm gonna land on a three until I hear what you guys have to say.
0: Wow, I was gonna say a four.
3: Really? That's
0: high. Well, I just, really pulled her heartstrings, I, so she was it like, "It did." Well, it for her heartstrings. for
2: reference, you gave Snow White a four.
0: I gave Snow White a wolf.
2: So you think this is as good as mm, Disney's Snow
0: no. White? <laughs> oh, what do well, you think? What I do you think this is I did good as? Um, like comparing it to other films you've seen. Well, this is what, what was making me and I again I haven't landed on my four yet. The reason that I was thinking four is just because I just loved this animation. Seriously, I just loved it. Um but you know, then there are some problematic elements. Um even I, though darn it was really funny at the time. I just yeah, remembered that. that I'm
2: like still disappointed um, in you guys for giving Invaders into the floor a two something. <laughs>
0: That was more this story, a very personal us, thing yeah. for you.
2: Whatever <laughs> ratings
3: are <laughs> all very personal.
0: It's I think I'm we gonna I it's think I'm we gonna go 3.5 because and I think the thing that the biggest thing that makes it that to me is um is I just think the animation was absolutely beautiful. I loved all the color choices. I also really enjoyed the um, the sound, the voice, you know, actors um and actresses and. They, again the animation design and the end it was a very compelling story it was very heartbreaking to me but to me that's a big strong element is does it does it have nuance and does it have a strong storyline that compels me to want to keep watching so yeah I think i'm gonna go 3.5 and i would definitely recommend it um i will give it a so yes i recommend it
1: um i'll give it i guess i'll go with three as well i'm kind of wasn't sure maybe two point seven five, but I think what bumped me to a three is like I would I would watch this again. Like I enjoyed it. Uh, some of those scenes were obnoxious, but like it's for kids. Um, they, they, I'd like I wish they would have kind of retold some of those like trying to teach you a lesson thing. But um, overall, it was enjoyable. So I'll give it a three
2: yeah I think I'm gonna give it a a two point seven five I think I would give it a three but the um racism stuff and some of the other things uh, it bumps it down a little bit for me so yeah I think two point seven five uh, I think it's good i I'd recommend it I recommend two and above that's that's where I'm at so um yeah
3: yeah I was aiming i was kind of thinking about a three and a three point two five but yeah the the problematic stuff brings it down to a three for me
2: yeah
0: yeah 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 but i mean yeah i mean dang, you don't you don't have, I have to second guess it? no I know, yourself. I know i i think that i think the biggest like i said yeah that keeps it up to me is just that gorgeous gorgeous animation and two is the flawless integration of uh the cg yeah. cg the with, cg with is with the impressive animation. honestly i just i think it's the best that i've seen it is impressive yeah. for
2: when it came out yeah, yeah.
0: it didn't take me out uh, yeah. of the film at all so yeah. good on them for that
2: mm-hmm. yep
3: really well done
1: all right
2: Next time, we are going to watch a Japanese movie involving non-human children.
1: Sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, that's what we do next time.
1: What what could it be?
2: <laughs> um, if this movie made you tear up at some at some oh, points uh Lewis. the one next week.
0: Whew, I don't know. Now it's not as oh, uh, blunt about it, I think. Yeah, no. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's a good. Hopefully, yeah.
0: there's no racism in it.
2: Um. Well, I mean, nah.
0: yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll have talk to about find it out
2: next time. On next right. time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> thank, <laughs> you <laughs> thank you all for listening. Thank you
0: for listening. Keep continuing to like, su- subscribe. We thanks, love Ryan. also. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for, Ryan. Yeah, thanks for being with us, be Ryan. Here. We love having you with us here. All right. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http://creativecommons.org/licenses/by/3.0. Slash 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 Thanks for listening.
3: Uh, Abigail, I'll, I'm gonna retake that because I said Abigail.
1: <laughs> no, I'll leave it. Nah. Uh, do we already do? Oh, we didn't do songs and sound design, or have we? Sound that's After. Either. I don't know, what I don't know what's before. up with you and mom. You
2: guys need to get on my level with the order of things <laughs> in this funny. podcast. I need no.
1: a paper with. I know it's and like literally kind of have awesome, a thing right here. Sound designs that. here. I can't see it. I know we can't your see your mic. It. We can't I just... see it. You don't have x ray vision. You need like a printed paper. All right, go ahead.